Good morning, New Hope Community Church, and welcome to you as you've chimed in online here. Before we jump into our topic, I just want to say a special thank you for your financial generosity towards New Hope at this time. It's really allowed us to continue our ministry to East Central Minnesota and beyond, and as well to those who've designated especially to our COVID relief fund to helping those within New Hope who have struggled financially during this time due to unemployment or other situations. This morning, I want to talk about two emotions that we all would love to experience on a daily basis as we roll out of bed. And it's the emotion of happiness and joy. Now, a lot of times people want to separate these two emotions out and keep them distinctly different. But it's interesting that in the Bible, in 22 words of the Hebrew, it is utilized as happiness and joy together. And there's 15 occurrences in the Greek where happiness and joy is intermingled. And I know that especially during these days, we'd all love an extra dose of happiness and joy, right? So this morning, I want to categorize the emotion of happiness and joy in relationship to each other and comparing them to a house. So when it comes to a house, happiness is like getting a new item for your home. Happiness is triggered by maybe getting that new couch or that sleep number bed, or it's even triggered by waking up in the morning and having a great cup of coffee. Matter of fact, I read this article called Coffee Happiness, which talks about how we love our coffee in the morning and it instills happiness in our lives. That just even the smell, the, the taste, uh, holding that hot cup. But when it comes to happiness, Happiness is something that is short-lived. It's like a cup of coffee. Matter of fact, if you drive through town in the mornings, you'll probably see the, the same cars with the same people in them uh, at Caribou and Starbucks buying their cup of coffee because it's short-lived. Where, on the other hand, when it comes to a house, joy is like the foundation of a house. It's consistent, it's predictable, it's stable. It maintains pace with our circumstances, providing us security and peace. Joy is like 24-7 and 365 days out of the year. Matter of fact, I'm standing here in Isani and they're building a house behind me. They're building a lot of houses in this area. And a house's security, its firmness, its confidence, its longevity, and its ability to weather the storms is based on its foundation. The foundation of a house impacts an owner's happiness and joy. You know, Jesus tells a parable, a spiritual story in Matthew 7 about the importance of building your house on a rock instead of on the sand because it's more of a sure foundation when built on a rock. It can provide you weathering the circumstances and provide you greater happiness and joy. We read in John 15, 11, 
Jesus makes this statement about joy. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So what did Jesus say to his disciples prior to this that gave them this picture of how they could have complete joy? And what does he say to us as well in how we can have in our lives this level of happiness and this complete joy? Well, it's interesting that the 11 verses that start out John 15 have reference 11 times to the word remain. And so as I read this occurrence, I want you to listen for the word remain and how Jesus uses it. Because remain is the key for us to have happiness and complete joy. He says this, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless what? You remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into a fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands, and remain in his love. So then, verse 11. So I've told you these things, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. So Jesus gives us this picture of how it is we have this complete joy. And it's by remaining in relationship with him. If we want to bear the fruit of joy in our lives, Jesus says it comes through relationship with him. You know, it's springtime right now, and obviously there's a lot of trees budding out, a lot of growth taking place, fruit starting to happen. You know, this tree alongside of me right here, you can see it starting to flower. And the reason that it's starting to flower is because the branches are remaining within the trunk, which is giving it life. And Jesus gives us this same illustration, that if we want to bear the fruit of joy and happiness in our life, he says, remain in me. The vine, you're the branch. If as the branch you remain in me, you will bear this fruit of joy. 
the Apostle Paul reiterates this idea of remaining in, in Romans chapter 15, 13, where he says this, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So Paul gives us this exact picture that Jesus says in John 15. He tells us that God will fill us as we, what? Trust in him, remain in him. He will fill us with joy and it will be overflowing. And so during these difficult days that we're in, I think it's sometimes hard for us to remain in relationship with Jesus. I know at times it's been hard for me. Sometimes I'm not up to it. Sometimes I'm not interested in reading his word. Sometimes I'm not interested in talking to him. And I have this propensity at times to want to just drift. But I recognize that if I want to maintain happiness and joy during these difficult days, that I need to remain in relationship with him. And so here at New Hope Community Church, we have four pathways to growth. The first pathway is to worship weekly, and that is to come and be together and worship. And right now that's online on Sundays. But secondly, it's to practice daily. And that is to read God's word, to pray unto him daily. And I wanted to encourage you to do that, to grow in your relationship with Jesus during this time. And as you do that, your happiness and your joy will be complete. It will be secure and satisfying during these days. Jesus, as I said earlier, talked about this whole idea of building your house on a rock instead of sand. And in Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27, he just says, when you build your house on the rock and the storms come and the torrents come, you will be secure, you'll have joy, and you'll withstand. But if you choose to build it on sand, when the storms come and the torrents come, it will be taken away and washed away. And so I encourage you to find your happiness and your joy complete in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And over these days, to remain in Him. And so New Hope, as we continue to walk out these days, find happiness and joy by remaining in Jesus. Let's worship him at this time.